0: Hello, welcome to Pin and Point Recruitment Podcast. As always, a female-led podcast full of recruitment advice, job-seeking tips, and market insights. Today's topic is something many businesses have struggled with throughout a global pandemic, and that is succession planning. The title today is that if you fail to plan, then you're planning to fail. And our team's going to talk you through the what, the why, and the how of getting your succession plan back on track. Today's podcast includes Caroline Orsi, who has a very strong background in succession planning through her master's degree in business. She also runs the procurement desk here at Pace, in conjunction with our business development manager, Michael Cronin, and our senior recruitment consultant, Max Garrett. Let's get started.
1: And welcome to another Pin and Point Podcast. I'm Carolina and I run the procurement desk here at País. And with me today, I have my colleagues Max and Michael. Together, we are going to talk about succession planning and how companies can plan and implement this through their business. Before we start, I would like to say something. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. This is a really nice way to start our conversation, as I believe this describes exactly what could happen if your company has a succession planning not well implemented. I personally like to describe succession planning as a process that will identify high potential employees, evaluating their developing, developing their skills and preparing them for the future of your company. I believe that business needs to make sure that the future pathway they will take is clear. Now is the biggest question. Do they know who is going to run the show if something happens with the key people and the C-levels that is actually working for the company right now?
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Caro. Just so you guys know at home, my name is Michael. I'm the business development manager here at Pace. Um, And I guess the key points there from what Caro has kind of uh, outlined is definitely a succession plan and what it does for you it allows you to adapt to talent shortages in the market it allows you to identify skill gaps in your co- company currently it also allows you to boost morale and retention and that's incredibly important in the modern bit like workplace it's salary isn't everything you do need to keep people inspired and interested to work at your company and also probably especially during some sort of in some certain niche businesses it allows you to replace those highly specialized skills and competencies that, you know, if someone's been doing the same role for 20 years and then they're off the job market, you can't just pick someone up from uni as a grad and train them in that and expect the same level of quality to carry through.
3: Absolutely. Um, Hello, guys, by the way. I'm Max. I'm a senior recruitment consultant here at Pace. Um, I think just touching on what the guys have said there as part of our introduction, um, the benefits also really stem into the employees being motivated and feeling challenged. I think if you have a clear path with where you're going, um, and a clear, you know, progression, and you you can see where your role is going in the next few years. You are more, more more motivated to work hard, and especially when you're challenged. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's vital.
1: Yeah. Um. I guess the the the, the key point here is us to to try to describe a little bit how a company need, needs to use their strategy to develop a successful succession planning.
2: And I guess that's it. So that kind of takes us nicely into the part one of what we wanted to discuss today, which is why is recognising this type of talent so crucial?
0: So as Michael said, in part one, the team will be discussing why overlooking succession planning is such a huge mistake that business leaders and companies continue to make.
2: The current market especially a candidate short market like this it really highlights again like we said if you haven't identified skill gaps and planned to fill them and got the people in place already
3: you're going to get caught short absolutely i mean management isn't for everyone. some people are just professionals in their role and they may not want to you know progress into those really high level positions so that's why it's important to really make sure that you are putting the time and, and money into training and developing the right people Yeah, definitely.
2: And I think that takes us nicely into that sort of first key step in a succession plan is identifying which roles your business would come unstuck without. If someone's there and they're completely vital to your organization running on a daily basis, they're a threat to your business in the sense you need to be able to replace them or you need someone who can also do their job as well. So you have to plan for that. You have to see the future. And to do that, you need to look at your business and you need to identify your own future leaders, your own key assets, and people who you can skill up and develop and get to that point. Um, As Max said, some people don't want to make those steps. So this allows you to go, speak to those people, open a dialogue, and see if they want to, they want to take that next step with you. And if they don't, that's fine as well. They can still be great assets to your company, they just don't want to move into management. So yeah, once you've found this talent, it's important to sit them down, Outline that succession plan with them. Tell them where you see them progressing to. what,
3: And work out what training and skills you need, to tra- that you need to invest in to get them to that level. Absolutely. And I think that communication is the most important part. People really want a clear pathway to know where they're going in the next three, five years. And to some people, it might sound like dangling a carrot. Um, look, I myself have had a promotion waved in front of me and hung around waiting and waiting, and it's never come. But if it's done correctly, there's nothing more motivating to top t- talent in today's market Because salary isn't the be-all and end-all that it once was. It's been challenged and it's been motivated to progress and grow in your own career. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I guess one of the other parts we need to talk about is acknowledging where opportunities are being missed and where companies are going wrong. Because as of 2021, $370 per year is spent on leadership development training. And that's an insanely high number. It's crazy. Um, Yeah, it's a lot more than I was expecting when I was kind of researching into this. But the more, the other interesting fact I found was that five out of six HR managers are dissatisfied with the results of their leadership development programs. Now, partly that's internal, but also a lot of companies do outsource these things. So there's there's definitely a gap there, and there's issues, and that's that's probably the area where people are getting things missed. And it does come from not opening that channel of communication with potential candidates. You. You know, not like you said, not everyone is destined to be a manager or wants to be a manager. Mm -hmm. If you go and speak to those people, you can find out and you can actually see if they want to take those next steps. Some people will sometimes just feel forced into taking promotion after promotion in a direction that they don't necessarily want to. And that's a negative for a business and for the and for the, the employee. Yeah, well. this
1: is this is a very nice point because I guess a lot of business thinking a lot of on making sure they're communicating well with the staff, and make sure that they will find the right people for their. Uh, succession planning but do the people are interesting to be able to achieve another high position within the organization so thinking about the strategy and thinking about the people you need to try to find your currently talents that you have within organizations that is actually happy to move on for a new challenge on the um on their side as well now nowadays we've been seeing a lot of people saying look i'm really happy and ready to achieve new challenge but do do they have these skills do we need to train them how long this is going to take if you're thinking about to find someone to run the show if you're not there who is going to be the best person to do this and in terms of time as well so you need to optimize your time so do you have time to train your people how you're going to do this uh we absolutely need to thinking on on all those points as well
0: So we've touched on some first steps and ways to recognise and foster talent. Let's dive into the how of succession planning, as well as some examples of what we're seeing in the market.
2: So that takes us into the next part. How do you develop a succession plan and the policy around your own business? So obviously, you need to be proactive with that plan. You need to pinpoint successful um, succession candidates early. And then you need to sit them down. You need to explain them the stages. You need to tell them how they're going to develop within your business and where they're going to end up. And yep. that's how you keep them motivated and you'll keep them on side.
3: Absolutely. And I think we keep saying that the most important thing is finding out who those people are. And we do keep mentioning it, but it is probably the most important thing. You don't want to be to be putting your time and effort into these people who are they going to take off to other companies or it might not be the direction that they want to head into. But yeah, once you've got them there, you've communicated it with them. Um, The next thing is obviously to step up your PD efforts. So training um, and even job rotation is a good way to help your candidates gain, you know, more additional knowledge and 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 experience so that they are malleable. You don't know who that person is that's going to be be leaving in the C-suite. And, um, you know, if someone's got a range of experiences and they're flexible, and they can step into any role or step into a support role even to help someone out. It's that flexibility that's offered for more training and, and that job rotation is a really good way to do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I would say that's that's vital and as well. When you can find mentors within your own business, you can allow that employee to develop and boost their abilities in critical areas of soft skills. Um, it's just vital. So if you can if you can use a good mentoring program, that's probably an absolute asset to any business in terms of the succession plan.
1: It is, and doesn't doesn't really need to be within your business. Could be absolutely within the industry that the business is it's actually working on right now. So true. Cool. Um. And the the thing that we company needs to be very care of uh, is regarding to the evaluation as well so doesn't doesn't matter for you implement a succession planning if you're not evaluating and see if this is actually working for your company. Otherwise, you will fail. You, we will come on the the first phrase that we start this podcast. If you don't evaluate it, if you don't see that this is absolutely working for you and for your company, there is no point to have a succession planning that is not working.
3: Absolutely, and I think one of the best ways where you can evaluate it, and it sounds it sounds quite obvious to say, is to actually just do a trial run. If someone is on vacation or if someone's going away, why don't you just you know, let that person take on for a couple of weeks, see how they handle the workload, where they maybe fall short, you can train them. Uh, if they need support from someone else, you can organise that and possibly even start to integrate your your succession plan into your hiring strategy as well.
1: Yeah, this is very nice, Max, because there's a lot of company uh, under the talent developing doing the job rotation, um, which is very nice because you absolutely can't, It's able to see how your employees are working on another role that could be important for them. It is a good way for developing. It is a good way to see if these skills will match with what you're looking for in the specific roles as well.
0: The way businesses manage talent is such a huge part of employee retention and it's something succession planning can truly assist with. In part two, our team discusses how succession planning aids retention as well as how it ties in with recruitment.
3: So that takes us on to part two, which is managing talent that has potential for a high level position in the future. First of all, how can we use a succession plan to retain and develop top talent? I think think it's something that we've touched on all the way through, but it really is all about motivating and challenging employees. And, and the benefits also include retaining that institutional knowledge that people already have of a business. You know, if you want to go out to market for a new role, you're going to have to spend the first six months uh, teaching people all about the business, how things work internally, how the industry works. That may be different, you know, company to company. But in terms of retention, I think... This is a real buzzword at the moment. You've probably all heard about the candidate short market um, that's going on at the moment, especially if you've been listening to these podcasts. Second to that, something else that you've probably heard of is the great resignation. So retention is a real, real buzzword at the moment with people anticipating that resignation numbers are going to fly all across Australia. So how how can succession plan help you with your retention rates? Um, I think that when people see you making visible investment in human capital, so they see you training and developing your staff, um, that's going to increase their engagement. And and when you can see sort of what the three what next three or five years looks like for you, um, I mean that that sort of I think you called it earlier uh, a carrot that they're dangling in front of you. But I think it is absolutely yeah. um, of, when you break it down that that is what motivates people to work hard when they see where they're going. Mm. Um, in terms of motivation, that can be broken down into three parts, which is growth, achievement, and recognition. And a really successful succession plan will address all these all the way through.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh... I like to say as well that develop and training your staffs is not only the, the thing that you need to thinking about it. You need to really think about it on how to identify which kind of development and trainings that your staff needs. So it doesn't really uh, work if you go to your staff and ask them which training it's going to work for you because sometimes uh, your employees has a different vision. And what you're thinking about your succession planning, it's a little bit different from what your staff wants at this stage of the process. So it needs to be clear between you and your employees. Um, on terms of identifying exactly what are the trainings that they need to be able to becoming a, a leader in the future, for example.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's support all the way through the process. I think a really kind of good case study of that would be, if you look at IBM, in 2012, they had their first female female CEO, and that was uh, Virginia Romity um, but Romity actually started as a systems engineer, engineer at IBM and worked her way all the way through the company up to CEO. Um, she's a prime example of an incoming CEO who is well entrenched in terms of the company culture. And um, just her sterling track record raised her raised her up to the board. And yes, yeah, they invested in her talent and they provided her with the structure and framework to develop. As As Kara said, they gave her the right skills
3: because they saw the opportunity for yeah, it. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's um, another benefit as well. Like if you're a familiar face around the company, you've already got that, that stellar track record. As you said, people already, you know, look up to you and, and you're already naturally a leader before you've even sat in that chair, which is, yeah, as you said, a great example of successful succession planning.
1: Yeah, I know that companies might be a little bit um, scared on – spending a lot of money on training and developing those people because they might feel that they're gonna lose them in the future. And this is the reason that rotation plan is really important. So you're not gonna lose in them in the future. You absolutely are working on whatever your employees want to do as well for their future. And you need to look after them because you essentially you as a business is essentially who the who is actually need them working for you. Um, and you need to use the advantage that they already know the company, they already know how company and how the business works. Um, but there's five mistakes that few companies is doing at this moment that I would like to just mention to you guys. So we could try to avoid avoid those mistakes. And Avoiding these mistakes, we will absolutely have um, a retention program really well implemented and also successful succession planning as well. So uh, if you're thinking about your succession planning and rotation program, just play don't play with your favorite people within the organization. Have a look on the overall people that you have there. Have a look on the skills that you have within the organizations. Find your organization gaps. Uh, And making sure that you also will address the disappointments as well. Just don't feel uh, that if your employee is disappointed with whatever situations they have, uh, you absolutely need to address these and make sure that you all are on the same pages as well.
3: Yeah, that communication is key.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah um don't turn the process into competitions you don't need your employees competing with each other you already have your company competitors that you don't need these you don't need bring this in, inside of your organization thinking about it how you can do it in a nice way that everyone will feel welcome as well
2: yeah, I think that's a that's quite an important one. Definitely, you don't want to pit your uh, your best employees because that's who's going to be going for these roles. It is the best of your employees, and you don't want them going head to head. You don't you want their focus on achieving their goals for the better betterment of the company, rather than going against each other. And yeah, then, yeah that would be a costly mistake to any business. Absolutely, I would
1: say absolutely. Yeah, and. Literally, don't keep the succession planning as a secret. This is not a secret for any business. You need to be very clear with your employees and how you want to plan your succession planning as well, or even your rotation planning. how How you're going to do? You need to negotiating and communicating with your staffs. Maybe do a policy, making sure the procedures for uh, succession planning is putting in on place, um, and everyone will be aware of. Uh, what's going to happen and what the company is expecting from them as well.
2: Yeah, I think a really good real-life example of that was um, back in 2008 at McCormick & Co. When their CEO, um, Robert Lawless, had decided his successor was going to be Alan Wilson, he decided to set out a five-year open, transparent plan of how he was going to transition to a non-executive chairman role on the board. So... When you can do that and you can actually, you know, open that up to everyone and make it a very transparent process and comfortably, slowly transition out of the business, that's the ideal solution. You can't always do that. Obviously, sometimes you have to be reactive to a degree, but a good succession plan allows that reactive to fall under your policy and, you know, work in the best possible way, can in kind of harder situations.
3: Okay, so I suppose to sum that up, uh, Caro's five common mistakes to avoid there are, one, you don't want to play favourites, two, you don't want to have an objective process for spotting successes, three, you don't address the disappointments, four, you turn the process into a competition, or five, you keep the succession planning process a secret. So pretty much uh, if anyone here has seen the TV show Succession, I know that that's quite popular at the moment, uh, you want to do the exact opposite of what they're doing on there. (laughs) Definitely.
2: (laughs) I like this it. a cheesy laugh at the end it. I was like, literally...
0: for our third and final part of the podcast, the team talk through how to approach succession planning when the talent isn't necessarily present internally.
3: So this takes us on to part three of today's podcast. Um I feel like we've spoken all the way through about finding that that top talent within your organization. Uh, who's ready to step into into the throne when the time comes? But what if it's not there?
1: Absolutely. Um, essentially, what do we need to thinking about as well as our organization? Uh, how to find the right talent in the market as well. How to retain these people within the organization will be probably the same that we have uh, in place. But how to find them in the market, it's not the same. Uh, Plan your recruitment process. It is absolutely important. HR and line managers need to have idea on how strategies for your succession planning is working. Let's say that you're hiring a CEO for your company because you don't have anyone within your organization that could absolutely take the place thinking about it your organization thinking about the future what is the strategies that you need to put in place in the future this person needs to bring within organization all those all those parts they need to have the skills that the organization is looking for yeah. uh, How are you gonna develop them if you find them for your position? Uh, I had an example a few a few years ago. I had a position as a customer service. Um, it was a really, really high position, to be honest, really key position within the business. It was yeah. someone to be able to achieve a high um, level positions. Um, it was supposed to turn to a management uh, role in the future. And they had like four years to find these people and train these people to be able to assume this position. Yeah. Um, Prior to start the process, we need, we had to develop exactly what they're looking for for a manager position. And then what we did when we went through the recruitment process, we literally find, we we literally went to find people who has these skills, not the knowledge, because the knowledge it's easier for companies to develop. They can play, they can pay trainings, they can develop them on the areas, but if you're thinking about skills, it's a little bit different. Skills is not always easy to develop. So if you if you're thinking on a communicate on a customer service role, for example, that you need someone with great communication skills, uh, great negotiation skills as well. If you're not finding these people in the market, this is not going to be able to achieve a high position in three four years time, maybe. Uh, so thinking about these, find your gap talents in the market as well, which is very important what capabilities and skills do your company needs? What capabilities and skills this position needs to be able to achieve a future uh, management positions, for example.
0: So at this point, you may have recognized your succession plan requires recruiting new talent to fill skill shortages. So how exactly do you attract the right candidate?
1: Okay, so if you're going to recruit in the market, uh, it can be a little bit tough as well, especially on the short markets that we're having right now. It can be very challengeable as well. But uh, what business needs to do to be able to reach the best talents? Um, As I mentioned before, just consider the organization strategies, build a strong uh, talent pipeline. As a recruitment company, we know how difficult this can be. And this is the reason that we're here to support your company and your business in building these talent pipelines. Making succession management part of your recruitment planning as well. Partner with your recruitment agency. Uh, And this is the reason that I I, I like to say this, is because we as a recruitment agencies as well. So PACE likes to partner with our clients and candidates. And one of the ways that we like to work is finding the best talents in the market even though our business is not looking for any talents right now we are looking them in the market for you as well yeah uh don't hire someone just because they have the knowledge as i mentioned before if you're thinking on someone that needs to achieve a high position in the future you need to thinking about these skills how easy can be to train the knowledge and how easy can be to train these skills
3: that's it, especially for leadership positions, like that culture fit uh, probably comes first. For me, I feel like you really need someone who you know is going to be able to slot in and get the respect of people within the company um, more so than maybe someone who's had you know completely relevant experience. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's important
3: as well, isn't it? You know, you need the right person,
2: especially at those higher C-suite levels. If they're going to come in and keep the business moving in the same direction with the same sort of culture and the same reason, you know, whoever previously had that spot and carry on that tradition. Yeah. It takes planning. It takes that thought. You need the people with the right skills and you need to give them time to actually develop into the company and learn the ropes, essentially. That's it. Rather than just, uh, yeah, throwing them in at the deep end and watching them sink or swim. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And this is one of the reasons that succession planning fail, because you believe that your excellent person that is working in a, in a specific role has an amazing knowledge and, it probably does has an amazing knowledge, but doesn't have the skills to be able to manage in a, to managing a team, for example. And this is a really hard position as you, in terms of business, to develop this. this.
3: Yeah. And it's not a quick fix. Like it has to be an ongoing plan that, you know, as you said earlier, we're always looking for someone because you never know when it's going to happen and you do have to be proactive. You, you can't wait until it's too late or all of a sudden there's a big gap in your business and, and you've got no one to fill it. Whereas if you're always looking for people with those core values and those skills and, and you're open to training them up and developing you know, those skills and experience as well, um, I suppose that's when it all comes to it for.
1: Yeah. And if you're thinking about your recruitment process as well, if you're open to hear from, to see whatever the market has, it will be a- absolutely advantage for you because you're not really concerned about the knowledge that these be- people these these people may have you're going to literally looking for what they can bring to your organization's in yep. terms of skills
2: so thank you for listening to today on Pin and Point guys hopefully you've learned a little bit and we definitely have in, in recording this podcast I guess some of the things to take away is what is your business's succession plan and have you identified the key skill gaps within your own business hopefully we'll hear from you soon cheers Thanks, guys.
0: We had an absolute ball recording this podcast and hope you, our listeners, got something out of it. One of the most common mistakes we're currently seeing is businesses ignoring the need for succession planning until it's all too late. If you're eager to learn more or require support when it comes to filling skill shortages that build the foundation of a good succession plan, the best person to contact is our business development manager, Michael Cronin. Feel free to also connect with any of our other team members on LinkedIn to stay up to date. And of course, if you're enjoying our podcast, subscribe to our channel or even leave us a review. Until next time.